Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to issue number 115 of the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. Remember, this is the only podcast that really doesn't trust clowns and sewers, but really fucking wants that toy boat. Or the only podcast that, uh, we've got Prince Albert in a can and we're not letting him out. <laughs> this is the only podcast that floats too. The only podcast that comes around every 27 years to eat all your children. God damn it. It took you long enough, that one. God damn it. We <laughs> had one fucking thing to do. All right. Yeah, all right. And you forgot all of them. We forgot all Come of on. them. All right. Scott, redeemed. Redeemed. The last one was a good one. It was a good one. Let's cue the music. <laughs> everyone again welcome to issue number 115 of the bad character funky podcast uh before we jump into stephen king's it both the 2017 and the one from the 90s and maybe a little bit of the book peppered in there Ooh. let's go ahead and meet our cast for the evening joining us we have tv's casey hey dot you want a balloon dot chris <laughs> i too would like to build a dam uh the bad Cody himself sergio Welcome, welcome all to the Back of You Funky Podcast. Thank you, everyone who's been listening on Apple, on uh, your podcast apps, many of them. As I've been told, there were like hundreds of them on Droid and uh, on iHeartRadio. Thank you, one and all. We do this for fun, and we do this for you. And Dave, the Bearded Menace. This is all your fault, Greg. It's all. You dragged me here. Let's have a nice, good summer. Hang out with my friends. Now I have to go kill this fucking clown. All right, so if I'm Bill, then I'm your host for the evening. Booster, Greg. <laughs> nice. Stutter and boost. Stutter and boost. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone's going to hate me for that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, guys, let's talk about, let's talk about um, the new It movie a little bit. Now, my kind of assumption going into it was it was going to be, like, super duper scary. Like, one of those things that's just, like... Like like uh, what the Blair Witch kind of had that kind of hype going on. I don't know if you felt that, but I I don't know if I did or not. I didn't think it was gonna be super scary. Really? I, that, that no, was, I mean because because the there was a, there was a lot of hype built up around it, and when right. they usually do this movie is so scary, ambulances came to the theater. I was like, we're doing that again, really? <laughs> but it was enjoyable. It felt more like uh like an old school Steven Spielberg movie, like The Goonies or or something, something reminiscent of like that that time as such. Yeah, yeah. I, I like per- perhaps even an old Stephen King movie. Oh, nah, more more like Spielberg, no. not like Stephen King. You ever see Stand by Me? Yep, that was that. That's you're right. That was uh, Stephen. <laughs> you mean King. the Stephen King, King, King movie? That Kids was very on Steven bikes. Spielberg? <laughs> they even hang out by the train tracks. <laughs> well, I know there's like a lot of people that were just like, "Nope, I'm not seeing the fuck movie. It's gonna be scary. There's clowns in it and shit." Like, like Chase Mac was one of those. He's like, "I'm not seeing that." <laughs> oh, dude, there's there's someone who actually Mac. left our theater, like bolted, really? and yeah, like the exit just popped open to the parking lot. <laughs> it's not even. Wow. So, like the way I've been describing it to people is it's just a gorier Stranger Things is is how I yeah. can really put yeah. it. Yeah, and even they got one of the fucking kids from Stranger Things. One of the kids. Yep. Oh, he was great, and he, he was, was way different. And he was. I don't yeah. know. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it that far. Like it definitely used a lot of um, 
horror movie aspects and tropes you see in other good classic movies, mm-hmm. you know. Now, I'm not a big fan of the whole, like, jump scare thing. It, like, it just, I feel like it's a cheap way to get a scare. Yeah. But they did it in such a way where it wasn't boring. You didn't get, like, bored of getting used to it. And Pennywise, even though they show Pennywise a lot, when they do show him, he is scary. You know what I mean? Like, there's something about him where just, not scary, but you feel, like, uneasy when you see him. And they did a really good job of making Pennywise seem like he's 40 feet tall, but without making him seem like he's 40 feet tall. Yeah. Like, every, those kids really made him look like he was huge. Mm. You know, like, those, like, and that, that was a good way of doing the psychology of, like, the kids themselves. Like, and, like, you said before, Grant, another podcast, like, a, to an, a, a kid, an adult looks like a giant, yeah. you know? And something like this looks even bigger, looks right. even scarier. Um, and for the amount of CG they use in it, it wasn't overwhelming. A lot of horror movies are like, the scariest horror movie you've ever seen uses a lot of CG. The Conjuring 2, for instance, is like a complete victim of this. So they used oh, yeah. a lot of CG and a lot of things that weren't necessary to get the scare. Whereas this kind of didn't. And you could say, yeah, it's like a more like gory, like rated, like gory version of like Stranger Things, but that's like. Really, the only thing you can trope that is it being in the eighties. Like, like subject matter, they're two completely different like things altogether. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know. You you feel like both groups of kids are hanging out, and it has that same vibe, kind of like Stranger Things captured. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those old school movies where kids are on like an adventure. They're hanging out with each other. They act like real kids, not like what adults think kids act like. Right. And, yeah. And and they kind of go on like you know like exploring this whole Pennywise thing, kind of like an adventure. You know, not, not like they're all like scared. I mean, they, they get scared, and they get frightened and stuff like that. But at first, you're just like, oh, yeah, we saw this cloud. It was scary. But we have to go, like, where is he live? Like, I got to go get after my brother. It's crazy. So, yeah. Dave, I like that you brought up um, The Conjuring. Because I thought, like, one thing I really like, like, I love The Conjuring movies. One thing I like about them is they're, like, horror movies for people that may not be super into horror movies. Um, I f- you're right. I yeah, felt right. like this did yeah. have a very similar thing where... Um, the the actual core of the movie is following these kids trying to deal with this thing and you know, this this entity and that is where you th- get things like Stranger Things like, you know the original it um, even like something like Super Eight um, so like in that Ooh. aspect it was very similar uh, but like a lot of the tropes one of the the things about Pennywise is that he's attempting to get fear out of these kids so while it's right. using these horror tropes that we've seen before there's a reason that they're cliche. And that's what they're kind of feeding into. And while there was a lot of jump scares, the way this movie presents it to you, you kind of know it's going to happen. There's very little that pops out that you don't see coming. So it's it prepares you. So if you're someone that doesn't like horror movies, this is actually a good horror movie to get into because it's it's not just like scare, 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 bat after like beat after beat. Um, it gives you time yeah. to prep for each beat. Also, and I'm I think sure that also a, like as a with, consummate music guy, Chris, I'm sure you noticed that every time there was a jump scare, it was the same chord. Oh yeah, absolutely. Every time. And I think that's what like where for me to get boring is like you knew it was coming, so it made it feel even worse. You know, mm-hmm. it's like oh god, something's gonna happen. <laughs> oh crap. Oh crap. Oh crap. Like I'm not one of those assholes that go to a movie and be like hey, I'm not gonna go to get scared. You know, it's like what's the point? Like I'm going to a movie to. Get scared. You want to be terrified. Like, yeah. 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 I want to literally, like, when I walk out of the theater, look around, like, I mean, this didn't do it until I got home because of, like, the door started creeping open by itself in my room. It's like, oh, great. You know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I didn't leave with that fear. But while watching it, it definitely gave me a lot of, it was entertaining. I jumped a lot. You know, I, I felt you feel really bad for those kids. Like, 
You think like they had it bad like in Stranger Things. Original eight. No, these kids had it bad in this movie. <laughs> like really bad. Dude, like, like I got eaten. I like I keep on thinking back to like the fact that like so like the way you kind of reconcile like being a comic fan all these different movies right is they're all different realities so this we have the 90s version we have the current version and we have the book version and all three realities mm-hmm. that we're aware of georgie fucking dies horribly from his own yeah. poor, poor in georgie got no wins in the multiverse and, like, gets it. you like you know he's gonna get it and you're aware this is the premises how it all starts this is like the beginning but it i just every time i'm just like Come on, Georgie. Like, maybe this is the one where it's <laughs> well, not. He's he survives. Like, he's like the Uncle Ben of like the of, yeah, of this world. Right. He has for, for this to have to happen and take place. He has to die. He's the catalyst. No, I know. Yeah. But it's just it makes it like I'm still so sad. Like this one was super heartbreaking. It's because you, you get the yeah. full frontal version of what happens. Yeah. Well, not, not only that, but the child actor they got for this was really fucking good Dude, and convincing. Yeah. That was Georgie. Like, in, I. Like, I watched the original It after this, like, on the, a Tuesday night. Yeah. And the child actors, maybe except for one, weren't that, like, convincing. And Georgie, you almost laugh at the fact he gets pulled into, like, into the grate with uh, Pennywise, you know? Yeah. Question like, the way that whole scene is done. Question about Georgie. So, obviously, in this this version, uh, this version of it, um, we know he gets taken. In reality... They kind of admit that he's dead, but there's really no proof that he died in in this one. Kind of, or as far as like the 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 town on the outside looking in. With the original, it I was under the impression that they had found they had found his body because they actually make mention to his arm being ripped off. Is that am I crazy in thinking that they had found a body in the original? It in the original in the 90s, one, no. they, I think they mm-hmm. said they because I remember so. Wasn't it like they the whole thing happens and then there's a funeral with the casket and everything? Correct. In the ninety yeah. version, was it? Yes. Was there a yes. funeral? There is a funeral and they actually make they literally say his arm was ripped clean off. My question is, how did, did they know? Did that they only his find arm, the arm, or they did? I mean, they found they must have found some part to bury him in a casket that size. I want to say. I mean, yeah, like, I don't know. the 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 denim. I mean, he wasn't in like a tiny little dog casket. Which is just the right size for a severed boy's arm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. The answer is we don't know. Okay. It, it's implied that um, Pennywise leaves his victims behind because that... Mutilated. Mutilated right. because that girl was found and put in a body bag. So, like, the, the, the right. big thing, I guess, about the, um, the 90s one is it starts differently. So, the book... And the 2017, the recent movie, start off with Georgie. That's like the beginning. But the 90s movie starts off with this random little girl in the 80s, which is supposed to be present day. Right? Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. Um, what's his name? Jeez, what's his name? Mike. Mike. Bill. Mike. Mike finds, like, the picture of Georgie and then has a flashback to the whole thing that happened with him. Um, so... During that whole thing, they they have the girl's body, they throw in a body bag, and that's it, and that's kind of the way it goes. I'm not finished the book yet. I was trying to finish it in time for this. I'm actually listening to the audiobook, which is actually really funny. It's like forty something hours long, Woof. and I'm uh, eleven hours in. 
That's about the length of the original movie, too, right? Yeah. (laughs) So I started watching that, not knowing how long it was. I was like, um, my fiance was was like, oh, yeah, let's just watch this. We're going to sit down and watch it tonight. It was like, cool. And we started watching it, and she fell asleep. She woke up at one point when a balloon popped or something. She's like, wait, how how far are we into it? And I hit pause to see how far I was like, Oh, we've been watching for an hour and a half and we're only halfway done with this thing. There's a <laughs> yeah. long way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know I'd be sitting down for a commitment to Lord of the Rings plus deleted scenes. I used to always think of it as just one really long movie. Yeah, I had technically, only seen it once when I was younger, but I mean, technically it was cause it was like a two part miniseries. So, right. What we saw recently, like when we all rewatched it, it was basically that. It was just like two the two parts like mixed together. Yeah. Like I remember we had like the VHS. The VHS was two separate like VHS tapes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Because it's a long ass movie. Got the mm, Titanic yeah. treatment. Yeah. So um, I really like this movie. I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm really a big fan of it. There was one part that kind of, and it's in the beginning. It's such a minor nitpicky thing to worry about, but they kind of changed that whole. Um, intro with Georgie and Pennywise. And they abridged it, which is fine, but there's one line that they changed that really fucking got me. I don't know. I don't know if it caught you. And it's a big difference between the 2017 and the 90s one. He talks about the circus being flushed away. Um, well, not just. Not, no, I mean, it's, it's something that is omitted almost. The, the floating line is omitted from Georgie's first scene. So the whole thing is Georgie's like, you know, he's like, you know, oh, like, does that balloon, do the balloons float as if that's going to make or break if he's going in sore yeah. or not, right? Because if you don't have any fucking right. floating balloons, get out of here. This is Georgie Denver over here. He doesn't want no non-floating balloons. And I don't want when, no balloons touching no ground. Right, right? right? That's what I'm no saying. Ground, I got right? floating up in the air. If I'm going down there risking life and limb, literally, so so he goes like you know well do they float and that's when pennywise thinks and looks and he's like oh 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 they float they float and you'll float too and that that, like they missed that right so and that was a big part of the trailer is george yelling you'll float too at bill and to that like drum beat and it was just like constant and i was like well if they're not introducing this bit here what are they going to do and they just kind of throw it in a little bit later I, for what it's worth, I, I thought that scene worked really well. Yeah, the use of the use of Georgie as like a puppet conduit as Bill's greatest Ugh. fear, I thought was oh, amazing. Absolutely, yeah. That the the basement scene you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. There's no grabs to that. It's just that like that was the intro to floating, right? And it to me it was almost as if Pennywise never thought about that, and then really grabbed onto it, and he's like, "Oh, this is fucking great. This is creepy. We're gonna we're gonna get all of it." <laughs> Um, I don't know if that, that might be the only one that bothered though. Now that I'm looking at your no. faces. I actually didn't even like even notice that. Like yeah. it just really went past me and I, and I was like really like watching this to like catch like little like Easter eggs and little things like here and there. You know what I mean? Like the freaking, um, blue Trans Am. Like I was like little things like that. I was like trying to look for and catch. Um, wait, no, actually I'm, isn't, isn't the first mention of the floating when, uh, Pennywise turns into the leper and is messing with Eddie. And he yeah, has the triangle right, yeah. of balloons. Yeah. Mm. That's the first. So time it does hear. come up. It's it's like it's almost like a blink and you'll miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. One thing I really liked about Pennywise is like a lot of horror movies. One thing that also kind of differentiates this from other horror movies is that a lot of times the movie revolves around a mystery. Some things are happening and they can't explain it. And then kind of the big climax of the movie is when you kind of finally see the thing they're fighting. One interesting thing about kind of yeah. both versions of it is you from almost the get go you know 
what's there. What's going on. Um, and they don't hide behind the fact that you're seeing a giant clown. And it's still, they're able to make it still terrifying, even though you know exactly what this thing looks like. As opposed to like something like um, Insidious, where it's really creepy up until the end when you actually see what you're fighting. And then it's just flat out ridiculous. And you're just like, yep. Yeah. All, all horror has just gone out the window because this is not scary anymore because I can actually see what it is. Hmm. Yeah, like, and there's like plenty, and you're right. Like, there's plenty of movies that do that, where it's like I don't know what's going on. Now I know what's going on. Ugh. When they finally show the monster, like what this does, and what Stephen King does with a lot of his, um, not even his novels, but like movie adaptations, what they do really well, if they do it well, is you more or less just know what know what's going on the entire freaking movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that's the big thing about it as well is you never actually see it. In its true form. You never do. No, you do. And like in the original one, you do. That's not his true form. That's as close yeah. as we can perceive his true form to be. It's like a, it's like a, all their collective fears brought brought to one being. And it just happens so to be a giant He's not spider. like a... That's true, yeah. He's not a giant spider. And his name isn't even like Pennywise. It's the Dark Light, I think. And he's... Is this just weird? So I didn't make it this far in the book, but I did a lot of like YouTubing and internet reading and yeah. stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's a pair. He's an orange light from beyond time. Yeah, he's like in, in this thing called the microverse, and his like arch nemesis is a turtle, a giant turtle. Yeah, like a, like a giant space dimensional turtle, which fucking is, is awesome because if you remember in it, right before the Georgie scene in the sewer, he has a toy oh, Lego yeah, turtle in Lego. his hands yeah. that he drops and shatters. And I was like, that's weird. That's a very like distinct thing to do and then later i was re i was watching about it and i was like ah i see what you did there you clever <laughs> filmmaker so pennywise yeah, is the, mario because he's fighting a giant bowser yes is what you're saying ah. nailed it nailed it yeah, it's crazy that, that pennywise's lore is that he's this like dimensional being from something beyond what we, we can perceive but he he's here and he's eating children it's well, like it's like some crazy far out amazing children thing. he's eating fear and he doesn't just he doesn't only eat or eat children's fear, they're just the easiest. So, like, <laughs> yeah. what he does is, and, like, he terrorizes them, it's the equivalent to salting the meat and just, like, really seasoning everything how he likes. So he could just, like, take anyone and, and take a little bit of fear out of them with a quick jump scare, but it doesn't taste as good. It's like a, like a McDonald's kind of French fry, right? It's, like, it's fine, it's good, it's cheap, it's quick, but, like, if you want, like, good seasoned steak fries and you want like a medium rare with maybe like a a nice like tennessee barbecue rub on that then you know you're getting very specific you got, very i'm very hungry very fucking hungry right now are you hungry right now what kind of scare is a 20 nugs meal <laughs> no that's Ooh, my question. That's maybe. the leper scare. The leper maybe. scare. That's the leper that's the, the leper, leper scare. scare. Yeah, yeah. but like so yeah. he he can and if you remember um what's his name ben he was doing a lot of the research in the 2017 movie and trying to figure everything out. Um, oh, yeah. There's also, there's a lot of adults that died due to, or quote unquote died, that were due to um, Pennywise's or the, its. Like antics. the Ironworks explosion. Right. So yep. he does kind of go after everyone, but kids are the easiest. He, he's really lazy is what it boils down to. <laughs> it likes to, to target kids because their fears are much easier to manifest than that of an adult. Because we're talking about this off channel, right? There's that whole like thing on, was it on Reddit? Where it's like, oh, what would like Pennywise have to tempt you with? And for us, our fears are like, 
student loans, like getting overwhelmed and like maybe missing a payment on <laughs> he the turns mortgage. Into Sally May. <laughs> yeah, like he, he turns into like something like that. And it, it, that's probably not as easy to manifest as something from a leper colony or a fucking killer <laughs> clown with a head that's way too big. He manifests himself into an envelope of your bills and oh my you just walk by you're like, what is this, Rip? No, it wouldn't, like, what is, no! it wouldn't be an envelope of the bills. It would be an envelope of a late notice <laughs> and termination <laughs> of like, I don't know, your power or something like that. You'd be like, no! I Netflix, have two no! more no. The great thing about the uh, the leper, I actually looked it up like right after because I kind of noticed like his body movements. Uh, he's an actor by the name of Javier. Um, no, no, no. He's like a Spanish actor, like named Javier, but he's the guy who did, he does the monsters like in like a lot of like the um, Guillermo del Toro movies. Oh, okay. nice. Like he was like in, in Mama, he was Mama basically, like how she all flew oh, around. Oh, wow. Up. Damn. Yeah, he's, he's that. You know what I, I mean? was about like, so, to say, is he Doug Jones? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Du- well, Doug Jones, him and Doug Jones are very similar with the way their bodies are built. But Javier has a rare condition where he can like dislocate his Jones, his his like joints. Oh, he's got like Randall syndrome. Is he the uh... yeah? So have you ever seen Mama? Like the way like she moves in Mama, that isn't CG. That's how he moves. That's not the dude from Wait, Silent so that Hill. Is scene it? with Pennywise getting out of the the tiny little closet elevator thing. No, that's not that real. We're talking about something no, no, different. No, 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 no. Keep that, I'm talking oh. about the hobo. The, the, the nose hobo is getting to you. Yeah. The clown yeah. nose is getting to you, Casey. Yeah. yeah. Basically, the <laughs> hobo you see walking around, this is, that's Javier. And I think he also was the 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 painting that he sees like with the fucked up eyes. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the, yeah, uh, the, creepy cro- ass he's the crooked man in uh, Conjuring 2. Yep. And I want to know if he was the dudes from Silent Hill. No, I don't I, think he was. I, no, I think those were just like a dance troupe, if I remember correctly. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like popping and locking and shit. But Del Toro did actually, on Twitter, give uh, this movie props. Like, I think he said something along the lines of, like, this is how you do a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and that's the thing. Even like Guillermo del horror movies, they also do the same thing where they don't. It's going to be, because we've seen it all, guys. It's going to be a very long time before we see a horror movie that actually leaves with you. Yeah. And you're sitting in the car riding home and you're just looking around like, yeah. Fuck, you know, <laughs> yeah. a good horror movie nowadays is this one that's like captivates you in the theater, you know, and as you're in this world, like you're not leaving this world, you're in the world, you know, and that's one of the things Guillermo del Toro does really well. When you're watching one of his horror movies, you're there, you know, <laughs> like or any of his films, you're pretty much there. And that's what this kind of did yeah. for me anyway, you know, yeah. like there's plenty of times I'm grabbing Jen. I'm like holding on for dear life because I know something's coming. I'm like, oh, my God. So. I was a, I was on the edge of my seat and I was in a reclining chair. <laughs> <laughs> you paid for a whole seat, but you only needed the edge. That was it. Yeah, I, look, it's I haven't been scared by a movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't been scared by a movie in a long time, but this was like, yeah, just and every, they, and everything about it. What scene? Well, what scene really got you? Oh, the projector. Oh yeah! yeah. Fuck oh, that! My God. Fuck everything about that scene. And, and you know what's cool too is that you saw it in the trailer, but 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 like they didn't show like what they were like the direction they were going with that. I was like, okay, yeah. cool. He appears <laughs> on the screen, and it's just like, okay, cool. Then he pops up, then he goes away. All right, he's gonna appear like somewhere else in the room. No, yeah. he pops back on yeah. the screen. He's large. He's coming out of the screen. Large. I was like, no. It was what? so cheesy, but like so effective. Like that shouldn't be as scary as it was, no. and it was yeah, yeah. Done well. Really well, because like, I mean, in, in, in my head, like the he's... scariest thing. 
Well, well, well uh, I was asking about one of the scenes I spooked you out, and like I love that uh, you mentioned that too, because just the fact that like, like I, in my head, I was like, he's gonna eat those kids. He's so large coming out of the screen, and they're backed <laughs> up against like the garage door, and he's just like, I'm gonna eat you, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like I felt for those kids, like no, nah, get out of this, sort of open the door or something. Jesus, I, I would well, say. I, uh, like, the painting. The painting is what did it to me. Because yeah. I... Oh, yeah. But the, again, it was like, you see it coming a mile away. You do. Um, and it's kind of like... So it's kind of funny because you have things like... Uh, again, I'm bringing it back to The Conjuring. Like, there's a very similar thing, but very little... Basically, the worst case scenario of what could have happened in The Conjuring didn't happen. In this movie, yeah. the worst case scenario of what could have happened freaking happened. The and you know what the worst it. part about that is? Like, all five of us... Have had that one thing that's in your parents' house oh, that scares God. the fuck out of you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You see, you see what yeah. I mean, Greg? Right. You see what I mean? We've all had that one thing where you look at it every day and you're looking like if that thing gets up or moves or <laughs> say something, burning the building to the we're ground. We're about to blow the lid off, Greg. No. You see, Dave brought this up, and this I want to make this a topic of our normal conversation because I had two secret questions, and I figured you'd guess one of them. I'm really fucking praying you don't figure out the second one. Otherwise, I'm hosed, and you're, I'm going to be stalling with a, with a monologue about the best of times and the worst of times for quite some time. Um, I'm calling it. Secret oh. question. Keys in your left pocket, phone in your right pocket. Nailed it. Boom. Done. Secret question. Done. We've talked about The Conjuring a fair bit this podcast. Um, Who's seen Annabelle creation? But, uh, yeah, well, like, what, what other scenes really, really got you? Well, Ooh. to Dave's point real quick, like, it wasn't a thing yeah. in my parents' house. It was a room. Oh, oh shit, a whole room? room. So during the, during the daytime, it was fine. Uh, and it was actually the room that, like, it was it's the dining room. And I don't think anyone's been to my parents' house. But, like, this is a dining room that's next to the stairs. And it gets the pitchest of the blacks in there. And it doesn't make any sense because there's a whole bunch of windows. And when I was a kid, I used to, like, you have to turn off the heat to get the hot water there and everything like that. So I'd always, like, reach my arm around, turn it up, and I'd try to, like, guess where it was in terms of heat. And then if I had to go upstairs, I would book it upstairs and I would never look in that room directly. Uh, I've since got over, gotten over that fear, but it was just something about that room when I was a kid where I was like, fuck that place. Um, a, a scene that really got me in it, though, it wasn't any of the Pennywise stuff. It was whenever, um, what's her name? Beverly, whenever Bev was in the same room with her father. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, that was just, those are bad. Like, just yeah. the first look on him. Oh. Before he even said anything, I was like, he's you knew. bad news bears. You fucking knew. He just can't end well. And like when he started it's to like, act where are you on going? It, oh, man. Been hearing rumors about you around town. Are you, are you still our little girl? girl hanging yeah. around with oh. those little boys? Are you doing womanly things with them? <sighs> it's like, Jesus. I mean, she doesn't. Scare the goddamn clown. Straight in, out of split. Straight out of yeah. split. In the, in the book, she fucking does womanly things with them. I want you to know that. Yeah, yeah, someone told me yeah. about that. There's a huge orgy. There's yeah, a huge two, yeah. two, orgy. two big things left out of the movie. One of those is the child For orgy. The best. Yeah. For the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fucking It's weird. Stephen King, man. Stephen King really... Uh, there's one book that I read of his called uh, Desperation. I stopped reading it because it was two pages of him talking about a man's penis. Like... In detail. That explains like, a lot. The shape. My book's going to have three. The hair. <laughs> three. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I only want to know about mine, and that's it. His erect, hairy else. penis. <laughs> oh, he goes into detail of, like the dryness and like the skin flaking off, and like he oh, goes into God. it. Yeah. Well, there's like there's a scene in um in it in the book where we kind of flash forward and we see Beverly as an adult, and she's in an abusive relationship with her husband, who's just like 
a loser. He's just like, he's got the wife beat around with the mustard stains, the beer gut, everything like that. And he just takes out his aggression. Just her. like her father. Just like her father. Dun, dun, dun. So um, there's a scene where she finally says enough is enough. And it's right after she gets the call to go back and see, you know, um, go back to, to Derry. And that like, happens in the movie. Yeah. But like, you know, it's a little bit different. So she beats the shit out of him and she does so naked. And like he starts describing like that her nipples were hard. And I'm like, you know what, Stephen King? What? I appreciate the effort. I did not need to know that. That fact, setting the tone. that tidbit is not going to come back. That tidbit. That tidbit. That tidbit. <laughs> Yes, um, but he, he does that. It's like points where I just zone out for ten minutes, and I come back to, and I didn't need that as those ten minutes in my commute. Maybe Stephen King should be investigated. <laughs> Look, by just real talk. By when did he write it? In nineteen eighty five. Yeah, yeah. It, wow, it was the eighties. By, by then, he, the guy is pretty much working without an editor. It's like, listen, I've written this two thousand page book. It's like. Well, all right, we'll put it to print. We we trust you. Like you're and it's kind like of the modern he's, he's talking about master. a fourteen year old girl's erect nipples. Like what is? Well, she was, she's a grown woman at that point. She's she's grown woman at that point. No, no, okay. no. In, in the in the book, she gets run train on by six other. As boys. a kid, that's the part that's wow. Up. Yeah, that's yeah. how they defeat Pennywise or it. Anyways, no. point is, this movie yeah. could have been way worse. Yes, and, uh, Wait, in the I book, think... that's how they that's how they defeat him. Yeah. No, no God, they, no, that's kind of how they no. do it. It's, it's their so they kind of touch upon it in the movie, and it's their love and their lack of oh, they fear. Touched upon it. And so when they're together, they're like unstoppable, right? And that's why they don't want to split up. That's why it is just obsessed with splitting them up. Uh, and then they're like, right, let's uh, really they, get it yeah, together they, here. They, let's really get together on this one. And it's like, oh God. And the clown's like, Jesus. What? No. <laughs> that's what really. <laughs> what the hell? So that, that's why he really comes back after 27 years. He's just like, oh, this is, I'm, uh, someone's going to investigate me on this one. I can't be party to this. This isn't guys. fear. This is something else this is entirely. Weird. Ah, I can't. Ah, what am I seeing? Ah, you're all, ah. I'm a weird clown who kills kids, but I never diddle those kids. <laughs> this is crossing the line, guys. This is really crossing the line. I'll lead a kid. It's like, it's like, like I bought an arm off no. or a toe or something, but. What am I, a Catholic priest? Jesus fucking Christ. No, I'm crossing the line, kids. Come on. Yeah. Um, fear. Anyone else? What else freaked him out in this movie? Oh, God. I don't know why. It was very, I don't want to say subtle, but when he's in the library and the little kid's walking down like the steps and his head's gone. Mm. Uh, the way he's good. the way he's moving just and he has no head he's just walking that towards him and really he cool. runs away and then he runs at him oh my god that fucking flipped me out then he turns around and it's Pennywise like, doing that 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 move like the way he runs after him that move I, was friggin awesome the uh what is it? it's the uh was it correct it's like correction of the movie sure you might know this a little better than I but they like uh they focus on the face, and there's a lot of movement around it. And it's like I think it's, uh, called, like, I think it's called like a rack focus. Or it's something. like mo. It's almost like uh, motion tracking, but like sideways. I love that. Oh, where it's like it's his head still, and everything else is moving. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And the the music behind it reminded me of the the fucking most terrifying scene in Willy Wonka. Oh, oh God! No yeah, we're we're rowing. Yeah, yeah and he's just like rowing. not a speck of light is showing. The roads keep going rowing. Yeah, that scene was terrified. That scene's terrifying. You, yeah, that's that's the scariest part of Are that film. Serious? That scene really? is universally I, considered terrifying. Known to be is scary. it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To the I'm point, not even, where I'm not even joking. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh, even wow. to the point where Marilyn Manson even had it on one of his albums. 
sounds great. Oh, yeah, Marilyn no, Manson that, actually oh, did wow. a song to that. Yeah, that, that that's oh. why it's like it's a very terrifying scene. Yeah, because yeah, like Casey, when you said the most terrifying scene, I'm like, what scene is he talking about? Oh yeah, I mean, but they all got it. They knew right oh, away. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I didn't think that was terrifying. Okay. Yeah. Fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I like the scene where uh, I, I like the moments where he's where Pennywise is kind of calm. It's it's really really unnerving. Like in the beginning of the movie where he's talking to Georgie down to the drain, and he's just like mm. he's trying to remember things that kids like. Oh, there's there's uh, there's like elephants down here. There's stuff, and there's also uh, uh, popcorn. Yeah, popcorn. It's fun because it pops, pop, pop, pop. And Georgie's laughing, and then it cuts back to Pennywise, and he's just staring and his at face. Him. Like he's not seeing anything, yeah. he's Dude, just staring. And that's the worst part with Skarsgård is, is that he goes yeah. real. Not the worst part, but good part, part was like yeah. he does a really good job of being smiley, and then just having that look of just. Ugh. Dude, all, all all the kids oh. were like, it was great because uh, apparently behind the scenes they kept him away from all the kids with makeup and everything, even the actor when he wasn't in makeup, away from all the kids until it's time for him to get on set. Good. So whenever they saw him, first off, he was like, "All right, like let's let's do this thing, let's go." And then he thought he was terrifying uh, the kids. He was ter- telling uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and he did a scene where the uh, the uh, Stranger Things kid, and uh, he's like, "Oh God, I'm like t- I'm like fucking terrorizing this kid." And after the scene was done, the first thing they did together he was like hey you okay and the stranger thing goes oh love what you're doing with the character love it keep it going <laughs> dude fought the demigorgon like, he can take on anything yeah, yeah he's yeah. like what kind of direction is that it's like well i guess he's been in the business for a while but i thought i was terrified he thought i was great but uh yeah i love that scene just like him just like uh just staring at him and if you notice like his his uh his eyes don't stay the same way yeah, they'll go like cockeyed they'll go move. crazy yeah. so one of his eyes when he's doing that it's just slowly moving away yeah. and it starts turning yellow and it's just like holy shit and then when he opened his mouth for the first time, and like that alien shit comes out to grab uh, yeah. his, uh, there was some men in black that comes stuff out. right there. Yeah, but like dude. the sound it makes, yeah. It was oh like, my god, dude! The sound design when it comes out is fucking crazy, especially because he's like, "Come on, take the boat, take it," and it's like, "No, don't reach in there, you idiot!" And he's like, "Come on, take it," and it just the slow way his mouth comes out and it just shoots, and like, "Oh god!" You know what I, I love about this movie taking place in the eighties. Instead of, you know, in the novel and the first series it taking place in like the late 50s or 60s is they live in a world where they know all the horror tropes because you even see uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5 is playing. Oh, in the yeah, that's <laughs> right. Gremlins. Yeah, his gremlins. On, yeah. So so look, they've already they've they've gotten past Dream Warriors in that series. They know <laughs> they can fight back against this kind yeah. of stuff. But me, I'm sitting there <laughs> thinking I'm, I'm in the theater and I turn to my buddy and I'm like. Have none of these kids seen Scooby Doo? <laughs> like they're falling into all the traps. The door is closing behind <laughs> them, going off alone, even after they agree to stay together. If they said split up gang, I would have lost it. Yeah. So I'm in my them. house. The movie after we saw the movie, I'm in my house in my in my room, just fucking around on my phone, whatever. So I'm not even paying attention, and the door starts to creak open a little bit. Oh my you know? god! So I, and I freeze. I'm like, no. <laughs> So I look at the door and it's just creaking open and all I can think of is like You'll Agent Smith. No, this is, yeah, this so is it. This is how it up. ends. Yeah, I always now, knew it would. Something I'm like, this. As I'm like, this is how I'm gonna die. This is how I die. The something cloud. in the house is finally gonna kill me. This is it. This is how I'm gonna die. The door creaks all the way open and my fucking cat pops his head. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it starts talking weird. Yeah, I sensed your fear and thought I would join you. Did you enjoy your movie, David? I'm here to discuss it with you on a high level. I stared at him for 
I stared at him for a second, and for a slight second, I thought, are you real? Like, are you really the cat? Or are you something else? Like, what's going on? Or like, here? are you about to say something? Like, the way he just, like, stares at you in the doorway. Are you about to talk? <laughs> yeah, I know. The cat just looks at me and just goes like, don't turn around. It's like, oh. oh. Don't turn around, David. <laughs> I'm going to puke up a balloon, David. I'm going <laughs> to puke up a it balloon. It a red balloon. <laughs> Yep. It's like, that's very specific. Uh, excuse me, 99 house. left balloons. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and if you grab the red Wait balloon, David, your student loans will be paid off. Well, geez, shit. Uh, yeah. He's got me there. So l- let's go into this. And this was going to be the secret question, but it's not anymore. So it's a not so <laughs> oh. secret question. For real, I w- everyone kind of think about it as everyone else is talking. What is the one thing that would absolutely terrify you? that it could transform to. And I'm not talking about just a quick, like, oh my God, you can figure it out. I'm talking like uh, both wet and soil yourself, run in the other direction, run into like all, you can't figure out any of the tropes anymore because your brain is going a mile a minute. What does it turn into? A massive centipede. Wow. That's cool. No, no, absolutely. If it has more, like I could deal with spiders. If it has more than eight legs, not a fan. It needs to die. Nope. I'm not going to bring it outside and let it go. It needs to die. (laughs) It's gone. (laughs) A thousand deaths. And if it's a massive one, I'm just going fetal. And you know what? It's going to eat me. And I've accepted that because I will not be able to fight back. Massive (laughs) centipede. End of thesis. I would love if like it just ended up spooning Chris and just like really sucking all the fear out of that. I would, I would oh, die. I, I just, he wouldn't even have to eat me. I would just die. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yep. He dies of fear. Yep. Yeah. I'd end it all right there. Dave, what about you? Because you, you're the one who saw this question coming. So it wouldn't be anything he would transform into. There's not many physical things I'm scared of, like not trying to sound like a badass. It's what he would do that would make me shit my pants if I got paralyzed. Nothing scares me more than not being in control of like my own body. Interesting. Yeah, like I have night terrors, and those are they're like the worst things ever. Like waking up and you can't move, but you can still think, and you can still and you and you just can't speak, and you're stuck there. For me, I I've camped out in the forest on myself with like bears and like fucking mountain lions, like crazy shit, but not being able to like fight back or walk or run, like just stuck in my head, just there. That would terrify me more than anything. Hmm. Wow. Note to self. God damn it. This is this is how <laughs> I, clearly the Batman of the podcast, gets everyone's weaknesses. Dave. I know. This, down. this is an episode of the Justice League. Everyone's thing. Some Tower of Babel yeah, stuff. If only. You have to catch me first, Madison. Now, like- I hope my arch nemesis doesn't guess my password. Password one, two, three. Fuck. <laughs> that's the same password on my luggage I love that episode of the Justice League too because uh, they were all so pissed at him they're like oh you thought of like everyone's weakness and a, and a plan for everybody what's your plan I did think of a plan it's called the Justice League and it's like yes <laughs> Batman is so badass um, Sergio your fear uh, it's Casey no I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Casey it's just Casey in general just looking at him uh, I face my fear every Thursday night <laughs> 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 it's so frightening just look at him Everybody look. Everybody look at that box right now. Look at Casey. God, look at it. <laughs> that, that, Jesus. That, that, Jesus Christ. That, a little. that was scary. Uh, I don't know. Let's see here. What would it be? I don't know. Yeah, just like Dave, I don't know if it would be anything anything physical. 
maybe it's maybe something mental or or something. <laughs> I, 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 I thought of a funny joke like uh, like oh, what would scare the most? My ex-wife and the alimony. Da -da -da. Nice. No, I know exactly what it would Ooh, be it would actually. Be. Like, oh. give me the answer. Only because only because of conversations we've had in the past about certain things. Uh oh. Anything ghostly you couldn't fight against or couldn't see because you don't sleep over in my house because of that reason. True. Like, yeah. Of all the years we've known each other, you've never spent one night in this house. And every time you've been in the house, you've been jumpy. And, so, and, like, and every time you've offered, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. So it's like it it, 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 it technically wouldn't be something physical, it'd be something that's there, but you just can't do anything against like. Hearing whispers in your ear or something like that. I would or like, fucking shit myself. Cause, or cause, like, you cause know, like, hearing a... I do... Like, because like David's right. I do believe, but I, I don't ever want to see anything. I yeah. don't ever in my life want to see anything to confirm what... Oh, I do. <laughs> what, oh, I do. You know <laughs> what I mean? not my you know fucking I mean? house, but I do. Like, I yeah, just, yeah I, just, I just don't ever wah, want wah. that confirmation happening with, with me. And I've seen things too but like not like how how people who have that ability to full-on see stuff like we're seeing each other like i would i never want that like i never so serge's <laughs> greatest fear is augmented reality things he can see <laughs> but cannot affect gotcha hello like, sergio my name is hell? steve and i'm a ghost <laughs> no uh casey uh my original thought in answering this question would have been either being blinded or losing the use of my hands. Mm. Ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, which is terrifying in its own right. But I can only think of one time in my life I was ever absolutely paralyzed with fear. I have a fear of heights. Ooh. Oh. Mm. Really? Not in a plane. Not, you know, not in like a controlled seating position. I'm talking... Like a Ferris wheel. Any height, you know, that's further than like a jump, if I'm peering over the edge, I just freeze. Oh. Completely and utterly. So I imagine my fear would be something like I'm just standing on a regular floor or something and maybe like a huge platform rises up out of the ground or like just the perspective completely changes where the ground is just so far beneath me. Just some kind of like real sick, crazy Proteus kind of reality. So, so, so if Dave puts you on his shoulders that you turn into a fainting goat. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. <laughs> Dope. nice. Just stiffens up, just falls back. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Dude, I love me some heights. I, I'm not. I highly fan. recommend yeah, any li any listener go skydiving. It is the greatest oh, money I've to. ever spent in my entire life. No. Oh, I want to. Oh, absolutely not. One day, do it. Do it tomorrow. You know what's funny? I'm, like, I'm I'm that guy that goes skydiving, and then they're like, <laughs> "What happened to your pants, man? Where'd that brown stain come from?" And I'm like, <laughs> like it came out of my asshole <laughs> yeah. when I shit myself. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why you gotta be smart like me. Where every time we do something scary, wear the brown pants. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Casey. So you don't do roller coasters or Ferris wheels? It, well, it's different because it's it's seated. You're seated yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's oh. like standing next to it and no restraints. Yeah, because there's no like when you're, a, when you're in a the, yeah when you're in a when you're in a plane uh, when you're sitting down on a roller coaster. I just I know that these things are mostly safe. So what if it's a stand up roller coaster like the Green Lantern? But that's a controlled environment. Eh, I don't know. I've never like oh. the Tower of Terror. Like the Tower of Terror doesn't get me. You're staring right out, and you can see exactly how far down you're gonna yeah. go. It's no longer that. It's now uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Oh what? Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, huh. no more Tower of Terror. But that was the best. Next, part. you'll tell me the Back to the Future it's ride. It's the same is gone. tower, but instead yep. no. it's at the Guardians of the Galaxy, and, and you're in like like a, like a, like a prison. And I hate to say it, but the Back to the Future ride is gone. It's now the Simpsons ride. Yeah. So I know, Chris, I, I set myself up for that one. 
Honestly, Yo. fucking Chris. Um, well, you never said. Like, what was your like scary Dave, moment in the movie? Oh yeah. Right. Oh mine. Oh mine was absolutely the picture. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! And at the end, when it was freaking like munching on his face. Yeah. Oh my god! That that got me. That that, that was scary. Oh. Yeah. Pennywise like munching on Georgie, because it was just so far. Like the design of it was just Ugh. so weird. Like you you couldn't parse what's going on. You're like, ah, oh, it's not supposed to be there like that. Yep. You looked at the it, picture. You go, you know, what would be terrifying if that was a real life thing. And then, of course, <laughs> yeah, it turns right. around later, and it's gone. And you go, you know what? The worst case scenario of me picturing this thing is it's standing right behind you. It's following you. Later, it's gonna be snack on your face. How'd you feel about that? Yeah. Not great. Yeah, it's just, just the way like great. its its mouth came out and it was like sucking on his face. It's like, oh, stop doing that. Mm. <laughs> he almost gives him this look like, oh, did did you want to? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love how there he was... went in the tunnel, came back out as himself. Uh, yeah, I, 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 jokes on tunnel? you. I have mono. <laughs> yeah. I, I love when Pennywise does that. He like scurries out, and then like a cat just peeks straight in. He's like, yeah. and, like comes back in. Like, yeah. like it's it. like he forgets that they're supposed to be afraid of him, and then he, like so he like scurries away, and then comes back, goes, oh yeah, I'm the one you're afraid of. No, no, not anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're you're still or, together. Or, and towards the end of the movie, where he has uh, he has the girl, and like she's not scared because like her dad tried to do stuff with her. Uh, and he's just like, oh, okay, you're not scared of me anymore. All right, let's open up my face and let you see the yeah. dead lights. Just the way the face opened up. Oh, my God. That was so crazy. Such we need a, a We need a Langoliers down. remake now. Oh, remind me, they can do the mouths. It do remind me a little bit of Beetlejuice, like when they're making their, like... Well, I mean, oh, that, that's not a coincidence, because he had that Beetlejuice did, poster yeah. in his room, too. That's right. Oh, he did. Yeah, he had he Gremlins did. and Beetlejuice. Yeah. Which I, I thought was really God, nice. It was just crazy. We're like, and the one flap and okay. the two flaps. Let, let's then, not talk. The funniest oh, scene in the movie, the new kids on the block poster. Oh yeah. my god! Oh my god! That quick little that was hilarious. I was like, was Egg? Did Egg? You know what the best part about that is? It wasn't yeah, necessary really in the story at all. They didn't have any of that. It would still be at a good all. movie. Was the fact that they had it just made it like more? I, don't, I would say more realistic, but more relatable. You know what I mean? Where it's like, because. We Love all it. got that one band that we all like that we don't want to admit we like, you know, or that one thing we do that we don't admit. Yeah, that's. I think it's kind of cool to watch. You know what I mean? So it's like, I thought it was kind of like very, very relatable, like scene just in general. I like boy bands. Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of that stuff is really catchy, but New Kids in the Blood, like, I, 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 like it was like two seconds of Adult Swim. I love it. Just out of nowhere, the, the door starts closing. They all get into the kid's room in his house. The The door closes in the back of his door. New Kids on the Block poster. It's just like, and it plays a song and it zooms in and it looks <laughs> yeah, at him. Brilliant. I'm like, what? Two seconds of adults. This is great. It's like some Tim and Eric Awesome show or something. Like really quickly, really quickly. Look, we, we've, we've all seen our fair share of horror movies, but Dave being the grand master among us <laughs> can attest. No horror movie is complete without a little bit of that real It's gut true because you know why? Just it just disarms you. That's like the best part about like doing some of that stuff. If you have a movie that's yep. scary throughout it, it kind of like it at some point it either gets boring or it gets too much, you know? And a lot of good horror movies that yeah. like for instance, like Blair Witch would do that. Like Blair Witch really scared a lot of people, but there's a lot of points in there where it just they do something like that that disarms you. You know, you're like, ah, it's nice and cool. Oh god, it's nighttime again. You know, like that's there was this really uh, crappy movie Komodo where he's getting like Island of Komodo dragons. This dude's getting chased by one. He like gets to the front of his house, shuts his door, um, like runs into the kitchen, and all of a sudden through the like then you see something on the other side of the door, and then through the dog door <laughs> comes his dog, 
And you go, oh, thank God. And then after that, a Komodo dragon comes in and fucking eats the dog immediately after there. So it's the perfect let your guard down. Oh, God, it's just the dog. And then it gets eaten. It's so good. I'm not cool with the dog getting eaten, but I get what you mean. Yeah. Popper. I know. I, know, I got you. It's the concept. It's the, the concept, poppers. not the practice. Yeah. But no, like it does. I love it. But yeah, it does that have like that gate, that same, like it disarms you a little. And it does it a lot throughout the movie and like spark and parts you don't realize. Like, um, yeah. Is it, especially with the kids and their humor. Oh, oh my god! It was humor. so. All oh of my the god! Richie is the man. So and it, and it was and it was the Stranger so Kids good. like like the like kid that was doing it. Oh my god! All these your mom jokes was so fucking good. It was just relentless. So good, relentless. It, like it. I was I was caught completely off guard by like like I can't believe I got the first <laughs> You guys are lucky this wasn't a dick. Like every, like, <laughs> dick. every single holy shit. Like, so I feel like good. like they exclusively got Kevin Smith to write his lines, and that's it. Right? I would I would be so amazed if it was revealed, or I haven't looked it up or anything. If they're like, you know, Finn, you're you're pretty crafty, kid. Like just just improv something. Yeah. Because I saw him, he did a guest spot on an episode of Game Grumps. Oh, really? And he is like... I don't know. Yeah. Nice. You know, like Danny Sexbang and, and Ego Raptor are two guys who are like laughing and joking around like basically professionally. And he's just keeping pace with them. Like a 14-year-old kid with two 30-year-old guys. It's That's nuts. weird. Yeah. And you know what's nice about like... <laughs> do we have like an Andy, like, like Andy Milanaka situation here? He's actually a grown-ass dude. Do we have his Andy Milanaka situation here? Is that what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Imagine. But like, I love it when they're going in the sewer, like uh, looking for for Georgie, and, and like the little little kid who's like, "Oh, you guys are in gray water. Like, you can get a staff infection." And then this Stranger Things kid put a stick up <laughs> his dick. Yeah, I'll give you a staff infection. I was like, "No, <laughs> it's so stupid." But that's how kids are. And, it was and you so know what? Like the way they joked with each other and yeah. that, oh, and like the God. shit he says more because as a coworker say that where um he said like you know like what twelve year old talks like that? I'm like every twelve year old talks like that. Like when everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ever had like a crew of guys you were running with back in the day, it would be that kind of just. Yeah, you're always fucking someone's mom or sister. You're always fucking someone in their family. Or if you played a game, you're like trading family members. If I win, I get your sister. You know, like, and it's true. Like we've all done it. (laughs) Like it's we've all had that crew. And what I like is about Stranger Stranger Things. Can I I feel bad? I don't know his name. Is that um or don't remember his name? Is that Finn Wolfhard? Is that but he's a completely different character yeah. in this than he is in Stranger Things. That was my only fear, is that he yeah, would still yeah. be the same. Ki- he would still be the same kid, you know. He would still be Mike. Yeah, exactly. No, Bill took his spot, and he wasn't. He was a completely <laughs> different character, and it worked. And it was believable. You believed yeah. the shit he was saying. It didn't sound like he was acting. Like he was really saying he was gonna fuck someone's mom. It was wonderful. He complete. He completely stole the show. And if it and if it wasn't any of his other lines. But calling uh, Bowers a mullet wearing asshole oh, oh, at the so end of the gosh. rock throwing Fuck fight. That guy, by the way, I Wait. fucking hate Bowers. I did not. He he didn't really, except for antagonizing them to the point where they like met up. He wasn't integral to the Bowers? story at all. Yeah, yeah. it's almost as if, well. Like, he he yeah. will be. Really, yeah. I mean, we saw the '90s one. Yeah, but what does that really affect the story enough to like that movie could have been shaved a half an hour less 
by removing some of the stuff, and I think the the impact would. You're still right, been the same. but when it comes, if they when they do yeah. the second chapter, he does become. Now I'm going off like the '90s version. Um, yeah, look that. What we know in the 2017 one, which I also think is one of the best scenes in the movie where he goes home to and kills yeah. his dad because the TV tells yeah. him to. That was Gosh. great. The oh, Mary, po- so, the, so well the Mary Poppins-esque show tells yeah. him to kill his father. That was so great. With subtitles and everything. Totally awesome. And I love how, but, I love uh, how like that show was on like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, is yeah. the thing, and it all had like the same message. Yeah. So I like that the lady singing the songs with the kids. Yeah, kill them, kill them. Yeah, <laughs> we all float. We're floating down here. It's like what? It's so yeah. good everywhere, and it was so. There's that little bit of sound distortion near the end, oh, yeah. so you knew something wasn't so quite right. But wonderfully creepy. Yeah, in the '90s version, he he and the book, he's yep. blamed he for all there. the murders that happen. Right, because they find. Yeah, in the original movie, like, he's there, like, white hair, totally, yep. like, crazed from having seen the deadlights. And in this one, I mean, he falls down the pit. Yeah. But they they could use him in the same capacity, and it would be kind of like a twist 27 years later where they're like, Bowers is alive? Uh, and he just stabbed Mike? That's You know what? That's definitely what's going to happen, but that makes me mad. Yeah. I was totally willing to accept that he fell down to the pit to his death and we never saw him again, and thus the... He's kind of irrelevant to like although it would be became irrelevant yeah. but although it, it would back, make, again go yeah. with the story of the 90s where it's like they find him in the they find him in the well he admits to like doing all the killings and everyone forgets about all the crazy shit that happened you know and then it would bring the story along even more for like chapter two pretty much yeah let's not forget that even the kids who kill pennywise in the first place all yeah. eventually forget the events that yeah. would yeah. happen so it reasons that people barely even peripherally involved would have no idea. Right. Yeah. And speaking of chapter two, it's about time for my secret question. <laughs> the real one this time? <laughs> the one that you just thought up? <laughs> uh, I was going to do it, so I had to do it. God damn it. So, tonight we talked about um, a little bit of the 90s and the more recent 2017 iteration of Stephen King's It. Uh, this particular secret question, uh, I actually thought of this after I saw the movie and when it said chapter one, I was like, oh, there's going to be a chapter two. And this thing has been fucking breaking records, right? Like it's made a shit ton of money opening it's been weekend a more summer than I thought they would. There's definitely going to be in 2019, I think they said, a chapter two. Uh, what I want to know, gentlemen, you are the casting director for chapter two. Oh. Who do you pick? as the main kids. So we have Bill, Ben, Bev, Richie, Mike, Eddie, and Stan. So what we're going to do, we're going we're to be a little more structured with this. We're, I'm going to, we're going to go in that order and everyone's going to pick their cast. So we're not, I'm not going to have you like spit fire, like everyone at once. We're going to go through. Um, so we're going to start with everyone's being remarkably still right now. Cause we're thinking that's why. Son of yeah, a bitch. Chris is moving Try, the most. Because like, I'm tr- trying to trying to recall like 80 kids here and who could possibly be them in 2019. You picked a hell of a question. You know what? Yeah, Boy. what the fuck? This question. Duh. I'm going to go, go, go with my gut. What is that? Where are we starting? We're starting with, with Bill. Character? We're going to start with Bill. So no, we're, we're picking a child. No, no, no. Adult. So, the adult older. version. No, no, no. The, the adult version. Cool. All right. Um, I'm going to go okay. with my gut instinct. Uh, Bill, uh, you're going to finish that off with Ted. I'm going to go with uh, Keanu Reeves. Ooh. Who's going to play Bill. 
Nice. Not even Alex Winters. See what right you for did the there. Keanu Reeves. I love it. Gotcha. Yep. Got it. Dig, dig it. it. Love it. It's good. Uh, I'll go next. I'm going to say Ben Foster. Good old Ben Foster. Uh, if for those of you who don't know who Ben Foster is, which would be too surprising if you've seen the Thomas Jane Hulk. Or Hulk. Jesus Christ. What am I talking about? The Thomas Jane Punisher. Punisher. He was, also, he was his little buddy in he's that. He's also... Oh, that's yep, right. He's yeah. in Warcraft as Medivh. Yep, Medivh. Um, he's in a shit ton of things. Uh, the Bruce Willis movie Hostage. He was in a th- oh, I forgot he was yeah, in that. that yeah. guy. Opposite Russell Crowe. Yeah. That was a really good he, movie. Uh, uh, the hit good, Disney man. movie Flash Forward. Remember that one? Remember that one? <laughs> he was the star of that Get one. Get out of here. Uh, he's just a great actor and he could pull off a lot of different things. And I would love to see him kind of like be that like calm, collected writer. And as soon as things break apart, he gets that stutter back. I think he could really pull it off. But does he know Kung Fu? That's Ooh, the big question. He does not. He does Just know saying. magic, though. And he's also in 30 Days a Night. Yep. Yep. He's also in 30 Days a Night. Uh, okay. To use Casey, what do you got? For, For Bill? Bill? For uh, Bill. Bill's- Michael C. Hall. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Of Dexter fame. Okay. Mm. That's really good. I, th- I think he has the, the right amount of stoicism to, to play a kid who's grown up into an adult overcome all these kind of traumas and a stutter um and what we know about bill when he's older is that he's a famous Mm -hmm. writer i just think michael c hall has that kind of like not consummate professional air about him i mean bill's rocking a sweet (laughs) 90s ponytail in the 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 movie or the you know the tv miniseries but there's just something about him i I think really works full beard though i would definitely go full beard not clean shade um sergio uh, I would go with uh, Dave DeHaan. He was uh, Harry Osborn in the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man Two. Yeah, he's, he's way too young. In their forties, they got to be like at least forties. I don't know, man. He looks like he's forty fucking years old right now. And we're talking about two, like twenty nineteen. Like certain people age terribly, and he's going <laughs> down years? that route. And, yeah, dude. He like he looks like a villain. Do you see him now from Amazing Spider-Man? Then he was. Uh, I forget where I first saw him, and I was like, Oh, is that kid? Yeah. Chronicle. Wow, Chronicle. he's aging. The is Chronicle. Chronicle. Yeah. Yeah, like to, to me, he's aging really fastly. Yeah. So I think I think he'll fit the role by the time twenty nineteen rolls around. All right, all right, Dave. Yeah, I mean, look at Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, but he's, like he's actually yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, he's he's gorgeous for ninety gorgeous. years old. Wait, is he not ninety years old? Look, he's no look. It's no Cameron Diaz, mm. America's sweetheart, aging here. Okay, <laughs> Lee Schreiber, uh, Dave. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay, going for the rugged, handsome. What a, only what because a I just saw him like in Spotlight, like his, his portrayal in Spotlight, and he is kind of like has a writing air to that, and he's very stoic in that movie as well. And I can see him doing that well. And also yeah. like in um, other movies, I can see him like doing that very well. He's like a nice stoic writer. And then when he gets the call from Mike, the stutter comes back. I can see him just becoming that kid again mm. real easily. Nice. Yeah, I, I agree. He's a fantastic yeah. uh, actor. I really dig him. Uh, next, Ben Hanscom. He's the fat one. Fat kid. Ah. Um, so we'll start. We're going to try to go the same order. So we'll go Chris. Oh, God. Uh, is it is it inappropriate to say Kevin James? Well, Damn he's it, not fat anymore. Be. He's not Remember. fat when he's it older. Doesn't matter. That's okay. That's all right. 
Final answer, Kevin James. James. Move okay. on. Final answer, Paul Blart Mall Cop. You got All right, damn moving on. Right. Okay. So mine, I have two, <laughs> and I'll save one in case someone mentions it because it's kind of, a, I think, an easy one to go after. Um, I would really like to see Jason Ritter play an older Ooh. Ben Hanscom because John Ritter played him in the original 90s, and I think it would be a nice nod, and he's, he's at just that right age, Did there, and I can kind of like see it. that right there. Uh, but we'll move Good. right along to TVs, Casey. I don't know if I can beat that, but yeah. I'm going to try. Uh, I'm going to go with Hugh Dancy oh. from Hannibal. Okay. Okay. I think he has the the right, the right amount of adult skittishness to be a former fat kid <laughs> who's now handsome and okay. famous, uh, but has these weird hang-ups about a girl he had a crush on 27 years mm-hmm. ago. Fair. Sergio. <laughs> John Goodman. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I, we're, we're lucky. <laughs> so, so to be fair, we're lucky he's not saying Eddie Murphy for every one of them. Eddie Murphy. Because it turned out to be not a stupid question. Oh, it's Norb it. <laughs> oh, God. Terrible. Uh, um, I honestly Dave. don't know. Like, I can't think of anybody. I get it. So my, my second one would be Chris Pratt. Yeah, that'd be good. Someone who is actually okay. a former fat funny good. guy. And is now super fit. Accurate. So that would be another good one. So I'll I'll take yeah. Because I couldn't think I couldn't think I, I, I couldn't answer. think of anyone for that one. Couldn't think of any any handsome actor. Not, not that would fit that role well. Like that. I like like um. Casey was saying someone who's like a nice famous architect and is like falls in love with this girl again. Like no one came to mind. I was trying to think of who could really. Because you got to remember, these characters when they're older, they're different people, and then when they get the call from Mike, they become these kids right. again. They have to dissolve. They yeah, have to have that I couldn't think of anyone who can dissolve really back into that to the chubby kid. Yeah, my second choice was uh, Jonah Hill because he's yeah. done that multiple times in his career. Yeah, that's true. Well, he has and he's a phenomenal. Yeah, I agree. Actor. Yeah, <laughs> and a former fat off. kid. Yeah, you could definitely. He off. actually, I think, would be a great. Um, Ooh, no, I got, I got. Which one? Uh, we'll, 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 we'll get there. We'll get. What there. a segue! We'll Let's there. do we'll him next. Uh, so. Next up on the list is Beverly Marsh. Uh, my first instinct for this one, although probably too young, yeah, yeah would be she's Emma too Stone. young. Really? She, wow. she's a bit too young, but, but I, yeah. Uh, oh, in which case, what's um? Oh shit! Oh, there's. I'm, I'm waiting are... for everyone to say the same redhead. Dallas Bryce Howard. No. Yes, oh, that's who really? I was. Shit, that's, that's who I was thinking of. I was that's like, "What's fine. her freaking name?" That's uh, high. Dallas Rice Howard. You know what? I'm gonna undershoot it with Emma Stone and uh, just move on with okay. that. Okay, Casey. Yep. <laughs> uh, who's the gal who played Mary Jane in the Spider-Man no. movie? Kirsten Dunst. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Yep. All oh, right. she she would make a she makes she does. I feel like that's but a she's lot not of that good role. of an actress. <laughs> like, I, we're thinking people does. are pretty good actors. She's she, she's not that good. She's also not. She's not much older than us. Oh wait, she's, no, yeah, she's uh, in her forties by now. She's she's thir- she's oh, really? thirty-five. She's like a couple years older than is she? Yeah. Oh god, I feel she, old. She's looking she's looking a little she's looking a little weathered. Wow, yeah. Jesus. Um I was gonna say <laughs> just like what I don't know. Look, my first choice would have been the same actress who played her in the nineties miniseries, because she still looks a netto like, tool. She's up there, dude. Martha fucking yeah. Kent from Smallville. No, 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 no. The the oh, one the who kid. played the kid. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, oh, yeah. you know what? Let me... Changing my answer. 
Judy Greer. Judy Greer. Judy Greer. Ooh. Ah. That's a good choice. Yeah. Cool. Judy Greer. Uh, she is the uh, the mom from both Jurassic oh. World and Ant Man. Archer. She's an Archer, as well. Yeah. 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 You can you can you can Google this one up. Emily Perkins. Emily. Perkins. She was That's the familiar. she was the child the child actress who played her in the original film. Uh, she's been in a couple other things since that you may or may not have seen, but uh, I I Googled her up and she looks I'm going to say that's standing. cheating. I'm going to use a person who was in the previous thing. <laughs> it's 27 actually, years later. It's actually I'm, I'm going to do that. Jason Ritter, that's like the closest I'm going to do that in a Okay, bit. so let's Google the original. Okay, I just, let's just, I'll just say the original. Am, so for I my redhead. A little bit, but not for this one. Well, some of, most of them are, well, most I of them are dead. Go, I got to yeah, so. go Don't worry. Mm-hmm. We'll get there, Dave. Um, my, I was going to say Amy Adams, and I thought that was an easy win for everyone because she legit looks like Amy Adams. She has the same she eyes. Oh, yeah. Um, so Holy that's just like creepy. an easy <laughs> kind of thing going in. Serge, what do you think? Dallas Bryce yeah. Howard. Bryce Bryce Dallas yeah. Howard. That was who I was thinking oh, of, she, but I couldn't think of the she name. She doesn't look too young, though. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's yeah, fine. No, she could do it's it. Fine. I think she could do it. We'll yeah, slap I'll some old makeup it. on it. It's fine. Um, uh, Dave. Like, <laughs> the age doesn't work at all. Like I don't think she's that much older than us. Or she, it might work. Anne Hathaway. <laughs> she does Hathaway about her. Yeah, it's the only thing. Like, yeah. It, yeah. She's probably she's probably yeah. like late thirties. How about Allison Hannigan? That's a good choice. Yeah, that's great. Um, cool. You got me spinning through all the redheads. I know. I hope <laughs> my brain. Jennifer Lawrence from the chat. Get so, out of here, so Adam. next one, <laughs> next on. one we Never have Jennifer is Lawrence. Richie Tozer, who is the loudmouth Kevin Smith, seemingly written BFF. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and steal this yeah. one and uh, just go ahead and say Ryan Reynolds. Ah, interesting, damn interesting. Because uh, clearly it was on everybody's mind. Tim, I no, not no. mine. Oh, I got good. I think I, I think have I two got a for this one. Um, go on. But Casey's gonna go first. I'm I'm going with Joey himself, Matt LeBlanc. Oh Ooh. shit! <laughs> wow, that's good because he's old as shit. He now. walks. First of all, we know he's he can be a total motor mouth. Accurate. The second thing is he very strides that line between that was pretty funny and Jesus Christ yeah. enough. So also he's gonna say how you doing right before he fucking <laughs> punches Penny West in the face. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I have two. One of them I'm gonna steal from the '90s, and but it, it still fits. Richie is a character who does a lot of voices. Uh, he's famous for being a comedian on the. Oh, you're a jerk face. So I'm gonna go. Jerk you face. know where I'm going with this? I know. I'm gonna go Seth Green with, this. With, with Richie. With picture of the glasses, get the dark hair going on right there with all the voices. And you know he already played the character. Yeah, and he already played the character back in the nineties one. <laughs> That's my cheat one. My my runner up, if we can't for whatever reason get Seth Green, is Bill Hader. That's pretty good. Ooh. Oh, I like Bill Hader. That's my runner up. Bill Hader. Um, Damn, that's pretty good. Search. Oh man. Shit. Um God, skip for now. I can't skip. think of something. Can't think of a funny funny man. Uh Let's see here. Yeah, but a, a funny guy who, who can fit that role. Because like, you can think of any funny guy. Like Jim Carrey, but Jim Carrey wouldn't, no, wouldn't fit, fit that role. Actually, one of the other you things know, I thought or, who looks a lot like Finn Wolfhard. Um, I can't remember his fucking name. Yeah, so John Francis Daly from uh, oh. Waiting. He's he's the new guy in Waiting. Also oh. Freeze all the sweets and bones. Yeah. Oh, him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Justin Long's getting kind of hey, There you go. He can there you go. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Justin Long. Boom. That guy's, that guy's been... 
No, he's he's immortal. He's got that same Andy Milanakis disease. <laughs> Zach uh, Braff. Dave, go. Has the dark okay. hair, knows oh, how to do yeah. comedy, knows how to be serious. Like, um, uh, what's it called? Not Orange County. Um, Garden State. You know what I mean? Like he, I think mm-hmm. he'd be able to pull, pull a good job. He'd be able to do that. Go from being like a funny comedian to back to like this. Well, I mean, his personality doesn't change too much from when he's a comedian to like a kid, but I think he'd be able to pull it off. And he almost looks like this kid. The dark hair and like all that. I think he would do it. Moving right along, Mike Hanlon. So Mike was um, the only black guy in the group. He was also the one that was afraid oh, of. He looked. He looked like a young Muhammad Ali. That's that's all I thought he of did. When I was yeah. This kid. yeah, I agree. I agree. I was like, just just punch that kid out. You're Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, he bodied him, man. Uh, Chris Cup. So, just because in the 90s version, I kept really wanting the character to be played by this dude. And I know, I'm pretty sure he's probably about 10 years too old, but Tim Meadows. <laughs> nice. Wow. He looks, nice. the, yeah, the, in the 90s, yeah. dude looked just like, he looked like, and I can't believe he's not Tim Meadows. Yeah. Um, Casey, go. That's actually how he's building the credits. It's, uh, I can't believe it's not Tim Meadows. Yeah, I thought that was really <laughs> weird. It wasn't that original for me to come up with. Casey. Uh... Let's let's go with uh, acclaimed character actor mm. Jamie Fox. Oh, all right. Damn, okay. that's pretty good. Uh, this yeah. is one that I'm actually having a lot of trouble with because I just want to say Will Smith, but he's way too old. And I hate to say he probably wouldn't uh, do a good job in this and not be himself. Right, because he can do like freaky. He can do like good solid drama work and not just be like woohoo yo to pay attention can't, to your parents kids let's uh, get the clown Woo! Can oh he? yeah pursuit pursuit of happiness yeah oh what, the pursuit of happiness yeah. yeah i thought that it was much too energetic uh, yes he was a good drama but oh, i feel like he's too on. energetic for uh for this particular role um my other choice way too young but i just can see it uh john boyega uh yeah, I was gonna say yeah. John because oh. he has those, those serious yeah, acting exactly. Shots. But yeah, he's he's yeah. he's like really fifteen good. years too young. But if he wasn't, yeah. that that would be kind of my go-to. I don't. I mean, if I want to partner up with that Zach Braff reference, I'll say Donald Faison and move right along. <laughs> Donald Faison, <laughs> Donald, and just Faison. move it right along. It'd be available to search. too. Uh, I, I, like the, I like the suggestion from chat, Tracy Morgan. Ooh. But Tracy Morgan's really goofy, but <laughs> really goofy. When it becomes Maybe a comedy, there. we're gonna have a great cast. Yeah. I, can't, I can't see Tracy Morgan doing that whole like. Oh. I called you here because I, I got it. Back. So, like, so someone, nah. someone who could do that, Forrest Whitaker. Oh. Yeah. way too old. Absolutely I, 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 too old. You know I'm gonna say though, Donald Glover, and leave it for real. Final answer. <laughs> Terrence okay. Howard, Sir Dave. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Very nice. Nailed it. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh. Very, very Keenan nice. <laughs> Chat's got Keenan Thompson. Keenan yes. Thompson. <laughs> Get out of here, Adam. You're ruining the Terrence Howard's another one of those actors that he can just... Because basically, again, whatever actor you pick, they have to play two roles in this film. You know? A successful adult. Yeah. And fucked up kid. Right. You know? And I just, just want to say... Uh, maybe it's me reading too into it, but I thought it felt really weird to give the only black kid in this freaking movie a gat. You know, like, yeah, he was, he the, was historian the historian in the first yeah, one. He was the guy in the library. 
Yeah, they I took that really away. Like that he's homeschooled and working on a fucking farm. You know what I mean? And he's the one that brings a gun to the party. Yeah. You know, like that kind of... I Yeah, I know it's used to kill the sheep, but... His parents are dead, so there's a whole like... Yeah, so that... that, that bo- I mean, I, I thought Again. I may have been reading <laughs> too much into it, but that bothered me a bit. Like, they took a lot... Well, his parents were dead in the yeah. book as well. But they, they... I don't think they died the same way. Still Steel saying, maybe source material mom. has the same Steel, issue. St- st- <laughs> Still a black stereotypical sure. trope. Absolutely. Yeah. No yeah. parents. No. No dad. Don't know. Yeah. Um. What the? What, what's the guy's name? Uh. Chadwick Boseman. For real. Final Ooh. answer. Chad, Chadwick Boseman. That's a good answer. Because like he's you don't he's, think he's, he's old enough? And and he was, oh fuck. Yeah. Black Panther. Bro. I'm mad. None of us have said Idris Elba. Oh. oh. Idris Elba. You're right. Like Greg's right. He'd be too badass. It'd be cool, but he'd be too badass. Yeah. Like he's hanging out with like with like fucking too much spotlight. Bill Hader and like he's canceling the it's apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't happen anyways. Yeah, because Chris, Chris said he cancels. Yeah, the he he has too much of a presence. Yeah. yeah. Um, Eddie. Eddie was the um, one with the overbearing. Oh. Name. Oh, oh. Oh. oh, damn it. You were waiting on that. We're done. That was done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of was. Good. I kind of was. Fuck, that was really good. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, too badass is too badass. Yep. I was going to say a not as old Woody Allen. <laughs> too bad but time is He's a clown. <laughs> Fuck, he's too young. Um, God damn it. Uh, the who guy say? who played um in, in The Tick, he played... um. Arthur. Oh, Arthur. Yeah, but I think he's too young. He's way too Griffin young. Griffin Newman? Yeah. Because he's neurotic. He almost I think looks they like could make little, that work. You know what I mean? Like, he could have that neurosis about him where it's like, well, you got to do this and this or else you're going to get yeah. this. You know, like, he has that really neurosis about him. If if we can't get Fred Savage, Casey, who would you get? And don't say, but you can't say Ben Fred Savage. Savage. <laughs> Damn it! Um, well, there's the one actor I, I wanted to I wanted to put in this list somewhere, and I wasn't sure if I'd have him be like the older Stan or something. But uh, the guy from Burn Notice. Oh, oh him! Friggin' um, the main uh, Michael Donovan. Yeah, he 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 plays Michael. Well, the character's name is Michael. I think it is this Jeffrey Donovan. Maybe it's Jeffrey Donovan. It's something Donovan. It might be Jeffrey Donovan. He's from Massachusetts. Uh, but yeah, th- is yeah. he? Oh. Yeah, the main the main guy from Burn Notice, I I always liked. I, I felt that he he's got a lot of variety yeah. to him. Yeah, actually, he I would did. I would kind of just want to see him in there. Somewhere. Jeffrey Donovan nailed it. No. Okay, great. Uh, Serge, Martin Screlly. who? Come on, <laughs> <laughs> at least try. Yeah, it has to do with pharmaceuticals as well. Martin Screlly yeah. is that disgusting CEO. Oh, fuck uh, you. Well, I, I, I don't fuck think he is now. You. Yeah, the guy the guy who was charging like a yeah, million, yeah, yeah. billion dollars for, for like AIDS medicine and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the farmer, bro. he's in jail because he incited violence against yeah. him. I got a real answer when we get back fuck to me. Okay. Um, Go for it, dude. Joel Edgerton. Now, if you don't know Do who it. he is, mm. he was in Black Mass. He was the cop that knew White, uh, Whitey from when he was a little kid. That worked with the Boston PD. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also mm-hmm. in the movie called Warrior. We played the good brother that fights Tom Hardy. Yeah. Looks like John Cusack. 
Can we get John Cusack in this? <laughs> Can we get John Cusack? Uh, I'm going to say Jason Biggs and move right Oh. I mean, if, if you okay. can't get a good savage That's a good who's one. playing like Jason a neurotic, Biggs. like mama's boy, like kind of, you get Jason Biggs. Yeah. Jason Biggs. That's good. Jason Biggs. He's like the friend He's savage for our motherfucker. In prison, you'll be the pie. <laughs> so yeah. last up on our list is Stanley. Would <laughs> you? I can oh, say that. Yeah, you really, you really can, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're gonna start with Chris. Fuck. <laughs> um. Oh god, it's a hard one because we we don't really get a, a lot one. about Stanley yeah, in we this don't. movie. Yeah. He's just kind of there, and he has that really creepy fear. And in the next movie, he's kind of yeah. not there. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. Um. Oh God. Read the book. It's been out for I'm longer than it's been alive. Actually, fucking hour. Fucking audio book. Isn't that what uh, Stephen King tweeted? He goes, "Hey, if you don't feel like waiting for chapter two, why don't you try just try reading the book?" <laughs> wow. Uh, but my, but my, my God. Did someone book. tweet back? You maybe we don't want to see a fourteen-year-old orgy. That's why. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Investigate hashtag investigate Stephen King. <laughs> it's a literal coming of age. This is why we oh, can't God. have nice things, Casey. Worst part is she's not wrong. <laughs> I know. I'm trying know. here, man. The worst part is everything he just said. I got yeah, a good go. choice for Stan. You know what? I want you to go. I'm gonna go, keep go. thinking. I'm going with I'm going with the the disaster artist's own mm. James Franco. Okay. Eh. I think he has. I think he has the sufficient chops to pull Poodoo off. Who is not there a lot? So terrified of returning that he decides yeah. to just cut out and run entirely. Um, I can't see him in a role without laughing, even when he's like serious. We picked. Yeah. Look, we picked a lot of. We picked a lot of goofy actors, and we picked like a handful of serious actors. And I think, and honestly, like, I just for whatever reason, and I know this. I know this sucks, but I just I see him just. That tearful Spider-Man 2, but, like, passive-aggressive kind of reserved, but, like, ready to lash out at any moment sort of unpredictability to his character. I think as, like, a grown married man who's suddenly faced with this horrifying thing from his past, he could he could totally okay. sell it. Sergio. Uh, oh, all right. No, right. Chris. I uh, figured yeah. it out. Adrian Brody. Ooh. Damn it. That was my pick. <laughs> did you just like oh Google God. Jewish actors or Jewish looking actors? No. Because I totally didn't. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't either. He also wasn't in the row with the. No, people. no. Sergio, go. <laughs> uh, I picked, his circle gets the square. I picked uh, Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> Meh. All right. Fair. Fair. Okay. Lex Luthor and Batman vs. Superman. His most recent and Oscar-winning work oh. as Lex Luthor. Oh. Clearly, his most uh, notable role to date. Oh. Yeah, uh, Dave, only because he matches the character, the actor that was in the '90s movie, and because he's happy and bubbly, Seth Rogen. Because remember, we see the character okay. nice and happy. He's about to like bang out his wife, and everything's all good and chipper. And he's doing the laugh. So Seth Rogen do his laugh. <laughs> Where's our, where are you, Jason? I need you. Um, but. Then he gets the phone call, everything goes to shit, and he kills himself. I mean, I personally like movies where, like, there's a big name star in it, and they die within the first 10, 15 minutes, you know? And then we don't hear from him again. Mm-hmm. So, like... Sean Bean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Sean Bean. Exactly. So, 
<laughs> oh, you know, you Sean Bean. Fuck it. Fuck it. Sean Bean. Boom. I got a, I got a good backup, backup choice. Go I like this one. Uh, Michael Emerson. He's the guy who played uh, Ben Linus mm-hmm. in Lost. Oh, yep. yep. Oh. Oh. He's pretty good. I like him. That's actually really good. He's got good I acting like chops, yeah. too. Really good fantastic. acting chops. Yeah. God, he was um, I was going to say Dave Franco to keep up with the Francos, or yes, or, no, I watched that show. Keeping up with the Francos, or we'll get both savages and both Francos. Oh, savages! Ooh. Oh, no. Not because I want to see so him shots. off himself, but I think he would have the chops to. Play God, he could be. You could almost pick him like any character in this. I mean, you yeah, you really could. Too. Yeah, I was just going to say that's yeah, a really yeah. good bill. The main thing for Ben, for me, was I just have to picture him saying that uh, saying that line. Did you know I used to be fat? No, I mean, like, really, really fucking fat. Like, you have to have that actor play it off. But uh, everyone went. We went through all the characters. We're not going to go through Henry because I just want to punch him in the face. And hopefully he will never show up ever again. I want to <laughs> do one note on Henry. Didn't he look just like Almost, the same yeah. kid who no, played he really in did. the 90s movie? Or is it just me? He looked like Sid <laughs> in the Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> I think he looked like uh, with a mullet. What's uh, the friggin' outsiders kid? He looked like he was dressed like he was from the outsiders. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, that's officially all the time that we have for tonight. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. This has been issue number one hundred and fifteen. We talked about Stephen King's Woo. "It" in all of the media has been in thus far. Remember, everyone, to tune in live each and every Thursday night here at twitch.tv slash badcoyotefunky, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we talk about all the things that you care about and more. Remember, to, you could also find this podcast, if you're watching it live, over on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. Pretty much if you can listen to something there, we're probably there. So you can go ahead and listen to our fabulous other 114 plus episodes because we did preview podcasts for this first year and a half. So there's even more stuff for mm-hmm. you to catch up on. Uh, also, stay tuned to streams pretty much four or five days a week here at twitch.tv slash bad funky. And while you're in there, remember to give us a follow, give us a sub, leave us a rating, do what you got to do to let us know how much you like the show. Or maybe how much you don't like. No, don't do that last one. Only how much you like. That's what I like. That's what I want to hear. Uh, And remember, if you have a secret question that you want to be asked, or if you just have a question for the group, you can always email us at thebcfpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's thebcfpodcast, as in bad, chaotic, funky, podcast at gmail.com. And we'll read it live. Until next time, guys, we'll see you next time. Or we will see you another time. Or never. Live. <laughs> Did you pop the balloon? <laughs> <laughs>